In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. There's a lot about sheep and shepherding in our readings today. Of course, we all know lots about shepherding, thanks to Countryfile and My Yorkshire Farm. My own experience of shepherding was going when my parents had a small holding just outside Aberystwyth. They looked after a small flock for a local farmer. The sheep kept the grass down and the farmer gave them a fresh turkey at Christmas in lieu of rent. Mum and Dad soon learned that they couldn't run around after the sheep if they wanted to check on them, so they got the sheep to come to them by the simple expedient of carrying a bucket of sheep pellets and rattling it. If at the same time they called to the sheep, come on girls, the sheep stampeded across the field towards them. After a few repetitions, the sheep were trained to come when called. See, you don't get this sort of anecdote when Bishop Richard is here, do you? <laughs> In today's gospel, Jesus is speaking to the Pharisees. It's important to put this passage into its context. It is preceded by the healing of the man born blind and the subsequent investigation into his miracle by the Pharisees. They interrogate both the parents of the man born blind and the man himself. The answers which he gives are so provocative that they expel him from the synagogue. The man then recognizes that Jesus is not just a prophet or a healer, but that he has come from God and is God's light in the world. At the beginning of today's gospel, Jesus speaks to the Pharisees in the form of a shepherding parable, describing the relationship between a shepherd and his sheep. He describes the way in which the shepherd calls to his sheep and is accepted by them because they recognize his voice. The sheep won't follow a stranger because they don't recognize the stranger's voice. Further explanation is needed apparently because the Pharisees are either unwilling or unable to understand. So Jesus uses one of his I am statements. I am the gate for the sheep, a phrase which suggests that belief in Jesus is the only route to salvation. Other false prophets and leaders might have attempted to make claims to care about Israel, but Jesus is the one who has been sent by God, and he is the only shepherd who has the well-being of the sheep as his first priority. There is implied criticism of the temple authorities and the Pharisees. They are described as thieves and bandits. Not very flattering. Jesus contrasts himself with those who want only to steal and kill and destroy the flock. He is the gate, the way to salvation. He has come to give us life, abundant life. If only we will listen for his voice and follow him. John's gospel is all about finding new life in Jesus. 
In John's Gospel, Jesus speaks in long addresses, or sermons if you like, about himself and his relationship with his Father and with us. These distinctive I am discourses include I am the bread of life, I am the living bread, I am the light of the world, I am the resurrection and the life, I am the way and the truth and the life, I am the true vine, I am the good shepherd. These statements let us know the following Jesus will satisfy our every need. We can find peace and fulfillment and unconditional love in his service. What about hearing his voice then? How does our shepherd call to us? Well, I think you have all heard his voice calling to you this morning. Well, why else? Would you be in church? You are all beloved of God and known personally by him. He has called you by name and the only appropriate response is for you to follow him into church this morning, to worship, to pray and to receive the sacrament of Holy Communion. This is where we come to be built up and refreshed in our faith. But and this is an important but, we might be gathering in the sheepfold here in Holy Trinity. We might feel safe and protected and peaceful, but we cannot stay here. We come into the fold, and then Jesus leads us back out. He has work for us to do. Yes, the Lord makes us to lie down in green pastures, and leads us beside still waters. But he also expects us to be where life is at its messiest. Where there is poverty, injustice and deprivation. We are part of God's new covenant which is built on love. At the end of this service we will be sent out to love and serve the Lord. We have our own vocations and aspirations to lead lives that are better than our material world will allow. What a relief it is to admit our shortcomings during the confession and to be given a new start. Jesus knows that we will try and fail in our efforts to be more Christ-like. But by following our Saviour Jesus step by step and trying to love him, we will discover how great is his love for us. Amen.